Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. Today's episode, episode number 41, entitled The Steel City. When it comes to buying your home, it's not just about the home itself, You know, it's not the only thing you consider when making the purchase. You know, you think about the neighborhood, the school district, the community, and yes, even the city. Now, today we take a brief introductory look into why Pittsburgh, the steel city, is such a great place to call home when it comes time to purchasing a home. My name is Lou Lombardi. Now, here's your host, Pittsburgh's man of steel himself, (laughs) Jason Wilcox. Thank you, Lou. How are you doing today? I am doing great, um, Jason. It's a uh, it's a it's a good day to be alive, man. It's a good day to be in the Steel City. And um, I agree. I, 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 I love Pittsburgh. Agree. It's a great town, man. And I'm glad we're doing this. Yes, yes. I'm really excited to be doing this podcast episode today. Like we talked off air before uh, we started recording, you know, this episode's a little different today than what our listeners are usually used to getting from us. But something that's kind of been on my mind um, as we've prepped new episodes. Um, in the recent, you know, uh, not so recent past is that, you know, real estate and purchasing and buying and and investing in homes is not just about the home itself. Yeah. Beds and baths and price and square footage and garage and backyards. All that stuff's very, very important. Uh, But second, I think to that is like we mentioned in the introduction, the, the neighborhood, the community, the, the, the school district and the city itself. And so I think it's important uh, once every so often to stop and and take a look and, and talk about some of the great things that make uh, the city of Pittsburgh as a whole a great place to live. And so something I want to do once every couple of podcast episodes is just take a, some time to talk, whether it's about favorite restaurants in the area or, you know, uh, places to visit like museums and historical centers, or if it's, you know, whatever it may be, it's just a great to, to talk about the community for a little bit and talk about uh, the area. So people have a better idea of, you know, uh, what, what they're getting when they move into any facet of, of the city of Pittsburgh. Well, one of the things that um, even if you're not from Pittsburgh, you probably have picked up on (laughs) is Pittsburgh is, yes, it is a very cultural place and there's a lot of great stuff here, but one of the things it's known for is uh, the sports teams. It is a, it is a a sports town. Yes. Um, It's, it's funny because um, I, uh, I have a good friend who's lived in many uh, cities uh, in her life. She's a she's a college professor now at CMU, and uh, has lived in Philly, New York, London. Like lived in these places. And uh, the the thing that she and all the people that uh, you know that are there that have lived in other cities say that Pittsburgh, even though it kind of has this sort of East Coast kind of thing going on, it also has a kind of Midwest thing. It's a kind yeah. of like con- uh, a kind of a combination of the two things. And you know, just like you know, Chicago and Detroit. Big sports towns. Pittsburgh yes. is right there. 
you know, Cleveland, you know, we're we're right there. We're a giant, uh, big big sports town. With with our, we love our Steelers, Penguins, and Pirates. <laughs> yes, actually, being a Steelers fan, I think is a, is a partial religion, as I've heard some people ex- <laughs> describe it. It's funny because I've heard Mikey and Big Bob and some of the other big radio hosts in Pittsburgh talk about this. I don't know about other cities, but like literally the Friday before a Sunday Steeler game, it, it's almost like a like a like a you know city holiday. You go in and people are taking half days so that they can get home <laughs> and get their tailgates ready for the weekend. Uh, ba- banks and 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 like high profile businesses are letting people wear their their sports gear you know places yeah. that are usually shirts and ties and 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 business attire to the nines let their people dress down in jeans and their and their you know heinz ward and their franco harris you know jerseys from how many years ago i mean it is it is a a, a almost like a semi-holiday every time and let's not even talk about it the steelers go to the playoffs <laughs> oh yeah i mean it, it, it's a total thing and it's a f- really fun kind of uh uh, like uh, atmosphere, uh, yep. s- especially with the Steelers, and that's exactly what people do. You'll see, you'll see, folks. You know, coming. Everybody's got Steeler gear on. You know, uh, no matter yep. you know w- w- what's going on. If that's if they're in the playoffs, you know, everybody's totally excited for the whole playoff season. But um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Makes a lot of fun. Yep. And second to that, uh, you know, I know, I know, for a lot of people, going to a Steelers game is kind of nerve wracking. I mean, I think they, they the stadium seats what like sixty or seventy thousand, yeah. and and parking's a mess trying to get around town for like the four hours before and the five afters after the game. Um, so it can be a little nerve wracking. Uh, but but if you're if if that's a little bit too big of a crowd for you, you got to check out a Penguins game. Um, I've been to several Penguins games in my life. I think the stadium um seats I don't know somewhere around maybe like seventeen eighteen thousand, and every time I go, it's a blast. Uh, the Penguins are just phenomenal and fun to watch. Um, you know, I've, I've, I was a little young for the Mario years. I won't lie. Uh, Cause <laughs> if I remember correctly, that was early well, mid nineties civic arena era. Yes, that was that was the old Civic Arena uh, before it became. Uh, I believe it now. It's now what PPG Paints Arena. It was it was console before that. It was something else. And but um, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know that I necessarily remember like the Lemieux years because I was in in early elementary school at this time. But in the last you know ten years with you know Crosby and Malkin and before we traded them Flurry and Latang and just all the great players we've had going to a Penguins game is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, M- uh, Mary Lemieux was my neighbor. Uh, 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 back back during the back during the heyday. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He lived in my neighborhood. Nice. Uh, well, well, well. Not, fun, the, fun. not where I live now, but where I, where I used to live. But yeah, gotcha. Well, and, and actually, uh, for for the listeners that are that are listening that that have been around Pittsburgh for quite some time, they'll know that Lou, you and I live in Cannonsburg, and we actually in the part of Cannonsburg we live in, we live in the outskirts of South Point. And before um, the Penguins migrated north oh, yeah, up to right. the Cranberry area, mm-hmm. um, people may not know that South Point in its in its early days had the Isoplex, um, and the Isoplex was. Actually actually the rink that the the penguins practiced at um and in fact actually in south point in its early years um a lot of the higher end homes i mean if you look in in south point you have homes that are worth five six seven eight hundred thousand you have some that are north of a million dollars it's where the penguins used to live not so much anymore because in the last few years i know that mario lemieux has moved the team north to cranberry they've put in the complex and things like that but for the longest time that's where it was so you and i had a real close connection in that sense because we were right near the practice facility where right literally- there's a beautiful uh development over there called ironwood uh yes and those houses i i jason you can you can attest this some of those houses like up on top of the hill they yes. almost look like epcot center 
Yes. Like, like attractions. They're insane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're ridiculous. And, 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 and fun fact, um, in my, in, they, they are, they are. And I, and here's how I can attest to that Lou. So in my early, early days of real estate, when I was, when I was still doing door knocking and when door knocking was like not as taboo as it is now, because no one wants any solicitation whatsoever. Um, I was doing Get an open house. Lawn. <laughs> Exactly. So I was doing, I was doing an open house in South Point and I wanted to, you know, just walk the neighborhood. So I went door knocking to those iron wood houses. Biggest mistake I ever Uh made because every house was like a quarter of a mile to get up to the front door uphill. And then you had to go down. So literally (laughs) to cover one street of about 20 houses took me like two and a half hours because it was like up and then down. And then you walk like, you know, a hundred yards to the next house. I mean, it's, it's insane what these houses um, look like. They're huge. Uh, And they're, and they're absolutely beautiful. I mean, that part of Ironwood, I think they're all custom. They're all custom builders. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, um, most yeah, most of them have their own sort of style to them. They're not, um, you know, like the cookie cutter uh, kind of kind of thing. Um, and and again, I also want to mention because you were talking about Kansas. I, the, the the other fun thing about this area is that yes, Jason and I live in Kansasburg, but. People in Kansasburg really kind of will say, yeah, I'm from Pittsburgh. People from Washington say, yeah, Pittsburgh. People from uh, Bridgeville, I'm from Pittsburgh. People from Warrenden, yeah. I'm from Pittsburgh. You know, because it's just like yeah. we all sort of feel that uh, camaraderie. And I think a lot yeah. of it has to do with the 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 sports teams i mean that, absolutely. That's, a big, that's a big part of that feeling Ab- sure. absolutely well and 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 lou you know for for those listeners that are out of state you know i think they get confused and they see that pittsburgh sits in allegheny county and we're technically in washington we're still only about 15 miles outside the city i mean on a good day <laughs> with no rush hour traffic which is like 20 you know next to, to get downtown, yeah, yeah 20 20 25 minutes to get downtown absolutely depending on who's driving um <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 it is now you you should note lou um i, I forgot to mention this to you before we started recording so in our notes i listed three professional sports teams i actually originally before i edited it and sent it over to you i had three amazing sports teams but then i realized we had the pirates <laughs> on the list so i had to adjust the Aww, name yeah. that's <laughs> here, okay. not nice you're gonna give people the wrong idea Jay. okay here's here's this out <laughs> here's 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 my diatribe and i know I, i'm not the only one that believes this so this is my diatribe <laughs> Go to a Pirates game. It's a great experience. The ballpark is phenomenal. The food is amazing. There's not a bad seat in the house. I've had a blast with it. My issue with the Pirates is it never, ever, ever has been about the players. I firmly believe they do the best they can. The problem with the Pirates is the front end, uh, front end management. The front end management just does everything they can to cut costs and not pay a salary to bring in high-end players. And every time a high-end player gets too high-end and they can't afford it, they trade it off. So I do enjoy the pirates i'm upset at the pirates years of losing streak because of the front end the high end like the ownership and the managers that's my issue but otherwise i'll tell you this much if you ever get the chance to go to a pirates game it is a lot of fun because it's a great ball field and actually if you get the chance as a side note if you go you want to try to sit behind um home plate and i don't necessarily mean like right behind home plate but if you can even get up into like the 200 section behind home plate or like along the third baseline the view of the river and the city is phenomenal and um if you're lucky it's probably one of the most uh sold out nights of the year but three or four times a year they'll do a fireworks night where they'll have like a band on the field that that sings or plays and while that's going on there's fireworks going on the back and it's it's just incredible i mean it's it's one of those 
ones that for for a forty dollar ticket, you know, I think I think the last time I went, boys to men were singing. So it's like I was like that I got to see a baseball ago. game. <laughs> yeah, boys to men sang, and I had a fireworks show. Like it's a it's a it's just a phenomenal it, night. So a, and what's great too, and I, I just just folks get the picture the North Shore. It's this, this on the North Shore area, which we're not even getting into all the attractions over there. But um, right, the, the, the North Shore they really redid that and um and they're the penguins i mean the pirates uh, stadium and the and steelers stadium are kind of right next door to each other yes. and it's this beautiful complex they did a great job i mean like look man i'm not big on government stuff <laughs> but i'm like hey this looks pretty cool you know yep. and it's super yep. fun you go down there when it when there when there's a game or something like that i mean just deal with the traffic but there's this energy there that's just absolutely electrifying Yep. Well, and then, and then we won't even get into this. Is, this, is, this is a whole diatribe we can get into in another podcast episode for things like the, the Pirates games. If I remember correctly, most days they actually shut down the Roberto Clemente Bridge, which takes you right into the stadium. And the reason they do that is because on the other side of the Roberto Clemente Bridge, on the one side, you've got, you know, the, the stadium and a whole bunch of restaurants and things like that. And then the other side, you're actually getting into the back part of the cultural district, which we're going to talk about in a second. But there's a couple of um, parking garages right there. So a lot of people will park for the game walk over to the bridge and that's why they shut it the bridge down so that it can just be walking for pedestrians um and even just something like that you know parking on one side walking over the bridge getting to walk and see the water and see the other bridges and um you know actually walking into the well, state we, it's we, just such so a much cool stuff. experience we could go we could we could spend we an could. hour because pittsburgh yeah. if you've never been here it is a beautiful city and uh yeah. there is a great um like when you come through that fort pit tunnel man and oh, you yeah. see that it's it's a beautiful skyline. It re- yeah, people, I, people, I don't think people really realize it because, like, hey man, like Cleveland is a really cool t- town. I've had a lot of fun there. Partied yes. my ass off there. It's a great rock and roll town. I'm a musician. Cleveland rocks. Yeah, absolutely. But they don't have that skyline thing going on. Yeah. And it's that same thing with Pittsburgh because of the way it sits and the yep. hills around it and everything. There's many places where you can go. There's a great restaurant. Uh, like, can we say it? Lamont, yeah. you can go, oh, yeah. you know, and you can see like you can look over the whole freaking city. You see right down into the stadiums, you can yeah. see right down into both of them. Yeah. You know? So, so it is. It is a. Uh, it is a beautiful. Uh, it's a sight to behold. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, and, and we won't even get into to Mount Washington because that could be a podcast episode on itself. You know what Mount Washington is exactly that. It's on top of the mountain and it overlooks the city. And there are restaurants that have built themselves along that the the perimeter of that road that sits over the the cliff. And all of those restaurants, you pay a premium price to try to get a seat by the window to be able to eat your meal, looking out and <laughs> seeing the skyline. It's, it's a total experience, yeah. It, it really, really well, is. You, well, so. you were mentioning uh, the cultural district, so why don't yeah. we talk about some of the uh, some of the attractions uh, over there? Yes. Uh, now, this really speaks to me, and, and this might speak to you, Lou, too, because I know you've got a big music background, um, albeit I know you and I have different music backgrounds. Um, but for me, you know, my background is music education. I was a trumpet player, studied classical music and jazz down at West Virginia University. Um, so for me, the Cultural District is really a special place because right and around all the stadiums, the reason it's called the Cultural District is because in Pittsburgh, there's probably about a four or five block radius where in the heart of the Cultural District, you have several several massively large 
theaters that host a wide variety of events. So if sports is not your thing, it's okay. We'll still accept you in Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> You're allowed. For, yeah, for our arts people, um, probably the, I, I was looking it up online because I wasn't sure exactly the the exact number. According to the, uh, the cultural arts website, I believe they have seven different theaters. Um, the two most notorious of them all is the Benenham Center in Heinz Hall. Uh, Benenham Center is the one that hosts um, any of the big productions, uh, musical productions that come um, into the, the city. Um, we, we see two big things that go on at the Benenham. The one is that we actually get national tours. Um, we get the top, we're one of the, the top tiered cities that gets the national tour. So every year we usually get five or six or seven different runs of different um, shows, yeah. whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, Wicked, The Prom, Chicago, whatever's been on Broadway, it eventually makes its way to us. Um, and then we also have what's called the, the CLO, which is, I believe, the Civic Light Orchestra. I believe it stands for Civic Light Opera, yeah. I think you're right, yeah. And they actually do local productions um, as well. And and I know they do Summer Stock Series. I know part of their Summer Stock Series is bringing in big names um, to actually be involved in the productions. So, you know, on any given year, calendar year, there's 12, you know, 15, 18 productions that, that come through the city. So if you're a musical theater lover, that's great. And then literally right down the road, one block over within walking distance is Heinz Hall. And uh, that's home to the, to the infamous um, uh, Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra, which has actually won multiple Grammys. Currently they're under the, the direction of uh, uh, Maestro Manfred Honig. Um, and they're one of the top tiered orchestras in not just the country, but the world. Um, they've got some of the best, if not the best musicians. And so if you're a classical uh, musician, they're constantly doing the big works, you know, Mahler, Brahms, Stravinsky, Sostakovich, you name it, they're doing it. Um, and they're another one, they're, they're a top tiered orchestra and they're, they're what's classified as a full time orchestra, which means they're performing almost every weekend. Um, and they're doing big works. They do pops shows. They do children's shows. They do, um, I apologize. I don't know what the exact word is, but they have shows that they do for special needs, uh, kids. Um, there's a, there's a special name for it that I know they do. So they just do all kinds of amazing productions. And those are just the two big, then you've got the Bayam theater, the O'Reilly theater, the green cabaret theater, the August Wilson cultural center, the box at theater square. And so you have all these smaller theaters that are home to different plays and productions and then amidst all of that um <laughs> me as the resident fatty of this podcast will not even get into the reason why it's called the cultural district is because around there there are a ton of uh, amazing yes. restaurants yes. and bars um uh, that are just imagine, inc- yes right. yeah i mean you know i i don't know like you know jason you know we both live out here in cannonsburg but there is something about Yes. City pizza. You can't. Yes. The, they in the suburbs. They don't know how to make it. But you go I downtown. Agree. I'm telling you, you yep. there's like you know every every block. So there's some great. Yeah, you know, people talk about pizza in New. You know, oh, there's only one. You know, there's 20 yeah. raised pizzas. Uh, yeah. But there's uh, the real one is on 24th Street. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you don't need a raised pizza in Pittsburgh. You can go to right. any of these places, and they're yep. all a little bit different. And you get, but it's got that real like authentic yep. kind of kind of a flavor and a yep. vibe to it it's not this is we're not this is not, not domino's pizza none of that this is yeah. like really right am i right yeah am I right or oh or yeah. yeah oh yeah i i know you are 100 correct and 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 if you're if you're anti-american and don't like pizza <laughs> uh which i you know i would i would just dare to say you're a terrorist if you don't like pizza but that's <laughs> we won't go there we're not we don't shun our listeners like that um there, there's i mean there, there's incredible steakhouses around you know there, there's other multicultural uh 
restaurants in the area. There's just, there's so much great food. I mean, that's the beautiful part about downtown Pittsburgh is just between the sports, the sports, the restaurants and the cultural district within like a, like a, like a 12 block Strip radius. There's just so much to do. Rollins, I mean, like yes, you love seafood, yes. you know, go to, go to uh Holy's, uh, is it Woolies? How do they say they say Woolies? Yeah, Woolies. Woolies, yeah, Woolies. Uh, 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 Rollins or some amazing, you know, Oh, yeah. we could just go on and on. This podcast is going to be like six hours, so we're going to kind of move on a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I've, oh, seen, yeah, some, yeah, I've yeah. seen all these theaters that you're talking about as well. I've seen some great. I saw La Miz down yep. there. I saw um, the uh, the uh, uh, Brit Floyd, British Pink Floyd tribute that was just stunning. Okay. Um, just I, I saw Los Lobos, uh, uh, yep. one of the greatest concerts I ever saw. So I mean, and that so that just shows you the variety. And I saw um, I saw the the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra doing. Uh, Holtz the planets, which yes. was super, just just uh, um, amazing. Um, yes. So like, just just you know, uh, just ton, that's just a little smattering right there of just like how diverse it is. Right. You know, you can pick anything you want and and you'll find it. Exactly. I, I the last one I actually saw was the was when we got hit with the monsoon about three years ago. My wife and I were actually down uh, with my parents at the Benham to see uh, the the or the Hines, excuse me, to see the Pittsburgh Symphony with Ben Folds, and Ooh. that was a freaking blast. If yeah. you've not seen the Ben Ben Folds with the Pittsburgh Symphony, you have got to. It is just an incredible show. But I I digress on that one. Yeah, uh, that that alone will keep you entertained. Um, but before we we wrap up this podcast, I have to get into one other big thing about pittsburgh which is our amusement parks we, yeah, we people don't to... realize that we do have hello we do have yes. amusement, we do have amusement parks if if you're into spinny things and things that spin you in circles and make you puke we got that yes exactly <laughs> exactly so the two most notorious ones because i know we could get into the diatribe of you know there are other things that are on the outskirts like i know we've got like idlewild that's out like in the ligonier area and we've got some other outliers well, we'll do another podcast on those yeah. outliers. yeah so. the the two big ones are kenny Wood in Sandcastle. And when we talk about Kennywood, I've got two words for you. Potato patch. <laughs> if you have not been <laughs> to course. Kennywood for the potato patch French fries, you have not lived. Uh, so Kennywood sits on the outskirts. It sits in West Mifflin, uh, which for you and I is like 40 minutes away, and it's absolutely worth it from Cannonsburg. Uh, but it's it, it's it's a top-tiered um, uh, amusement park. I mean, it's like you said, you, you want it, they have it. They have the high-speed roller coasters. They've got the merry-go-round. They've got Kittyland, which is huge. If you have little ones, they actually have a section of the park that's called that, Kittyland. That's really nice for if you got small children. Jason yes. in, a, in a few years, in a few years, yes. you need to be heading up there. <laughs> exactly. So we, we exactly, yeah, I'll be there. And that, that's why I had a kid. The kid was to take him to that Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. I missed Kitty Land and Chuck E. Cheese, Lou. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's that's kind of weird if like you and your wife just walked into Chuck E. Cheese and they were like, um, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I, I, I give it 30 seconds. The police would be called. Oh, there's no question. I'd be on the front page of the news. No, but um, no, it's, it, it's a great, it's a huge amusement park. It's got everything you want. It's got water rides. It's got arcade games. Um, it's got all different kinds of restaurants. I mean, not just, not just the potato patch French fries, but they've got places where you can get burgers and chicken and cotton Jason candy. Loves and potato patch oh fries. man. It's, oh, it's like heaven. It's mwah, I love it. And then I think a couple of years ago, they started putting cheese and bacon on it. It's just like, let me die. This is how I want to die. 
<laughs> this is COVID's not going to get me. It's going to be bacon and cheese. You know, on and few, it's going to open in a few months. You know, they did. They did. Once things opened up a little bit this summer, they opened. And I know yeah. my uh, my co- the co-host on my podcast, she and her boyfriend went. And they said they had a blast, especially because there was no lines. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, Lou, Lou, I'm going to tease you uh, 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 with this a little bit. The next time we're in person, I will find it. So, Kennywood is a mostly outdoor park. So, just as a side note for our, all of our listeners out there, that means there is an in season. I think, if I remember correctly, it opens somewhere around like like beginning of May, and it's usually until like around Labor Day that it's open. Yeah, so there is, like that, yeah, yeah, there is a season. Well. Well, two things they started doing was they reopened the park in October for Fright Nights. Oh, yeah. they, do, they do like a two-week, three-week tour of yeah. um, of haunted houses. Well, then a couple of years ago, what they started doing was they started doing um, some type of like light-up night where for a couple of weeks um, in December, they opened the park. Now, usually at that point, because it's pretty cold, there were very, very few rides going. But they'd have the, you know, you could walk around. They had lights and it was only open for a couple hours, but it was really cool. Well, I got called as a trumpet player. They really wanted a brass quintet out there to to play music for people as they came by. Nice. So we got a brass quintet together. We went and played out. Well, somebody had this great desire to say, oh, you know what? Uh we, we want to make this a little more festive. Um, we, we want our, we want our band dressed up. Uh, so they bought us okay. elf costumes. Oh. So there is a picture out there of me, Lou dressed as an elf. It might actually even be in the depths of my Facebook. If you go into the depths of my Facebook far I'm enough, have Michael, my, my assistant find that. And we're going to put yes. that with up with this podcast. Yes. Now, <laughs> now, now let me, let me tease you even a little bit more, Lou. Cause when I did that, uh, when I did that, that was several years ago, I was a little bit heavier than I was now. I think I, I toppled out at about 325 and I'm pretty sure it was a double XL costume. Maybe I might've been lucky and had it been a three X. So just get that, that elf costume image in your mind. And that's, that's what, that's what I'll leave you with when it comes to Kenny. I, I want to, and I want to say one more thing about Kenny Wood in, in Pittsburgh, if you move to Pittsburgh, and somebody comes up to you on the street and says, ah, Kenny Wood's open. Oh, it yeah. Doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that, like, they're telling you, you know, you can get a great price on, you know, all day tickets to Kenny Wood. No, it means for you to look down because you probably went to the bathroom and forgot to, you know, zip that yeah. thing back. Yeah, zip that fire up. <laughs> yep, yep, Kenny yep, Wood's yep. Open. Exactly, exactly. And then, and then not too far from there is Sandcastle, yes. which if you're, if you're into water rides, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a water park. And it's just, I've only been there once or twice, uh, only because I, long story short, I have issues with water and ears and things like that so i love to swim i'm a water rat but i have to be careful and so i've only been there once or twice but they just got slides of every which length and speed and height and everything else and so if you're a water rat it's a great place to go um during the summer and actually i could say this for both kennywood and sandcastle they're not only top tiered um in parks in the way they operate in and in terms of what they offer but especially with kennywood and sandcastle as well they're top tiered in their safety um, both uh, parks are very adamant about making sure that safety is checked. Everything's working the right way. You know, it's not just, you know, Lou, I'm sure you've seen the, the occasional, you know, carnival that pops up into town and <laughs> you've got, you've got Bubba yes. and tiny running the fer- Ferris wheel that <laughs> I think just got tiny. done that just got done doing 15 out of the state penitentiary. Yeah. And you're like, mm, I don't know that I trust this Ferris no, wheel, no, but no, no. Kennywood is a totally professional place. It's yeah, not yeah, and, San, and, San, yeah. and Sandcastle too. And, and sandcastle they run quality quality products so i just you know want to say that they're they're great places to visit and even if you're not from pittsburgh and you're coming in to visit family or friends or you're passing by for a wedding you got a day go check it out because it's phenomenal 
Yeah, you want to definitely want to check it out. Uh, we sort of talked about uh, bars, restaurants, nightlife. Do we want to hit on that a little bit more before we wrap up? Or no, really, what I just wanted to say about this, Lou, was you know, as as far as the introductory episode goes, you know, I wanted to hit the big things about Pittsburgh. Aside from the big things that we talked about, every township, every county, every borough, every school district has amazing bars, restaurants, nightlife. Lou, just in Cannonsburg alone, I could do a whole podcast episode of like my four favorite restaurants. There are some, there's microbrews and all uh, 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 places and stuff like in almost every little hamlet around the area. And, you know, the, and and if you go to Pittsburgh, the city, the South side, Lawrenceville, strip district, cultural district, I mean, they all have their own sort of flavors of stuff that you can do. And you can, you can go all the time and not see or do the same thing twice. Yep. And and not only that, the other thing that I've been hearing more of lately, you know, I have I have friends of mine, you know, she's Korean and she has she'll go to Franklin Park which is 35 minutes away because it's got the best Korean barbecue. Or I've got friends who want Thai food so they'll go over to somewhere, you know, you, whatever you want, it's out there yeah. in Pittsburgh in some nook cranny if you want Japanese food, if you want Thai food, if you want Indian, if you want whatever, it's out there and people will travel and you look hard enough, you'll find any which thing when it comes to food and and we could just, like I said, we could spend, you want wings, you want pizza. In any kind of price range too. Yeah. Like, you know, you can walk up and down uh, uh, Carson Street there on the south side and, you know, if you're like, hey, you know, I'm dressed kind of nice, man, I want to go to kind of a classy joint. That's right. But if you're like, hey, man, you know, like I got, you know, it's summertime and I got my, you know, uh, shorts on and a a t-shirt or whatever and 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 sandals or whatever, I'm going to go over here and it's, you know, more, you know, more low key. Um, You know, so so, uh, you don't have to, you know, show up in any certain attire you know there's something for no matter what the situation is oh i and i have no doubt the next the next podcast episode on this that we're probably going to do i could probably just rank you my top 10 wing joints if you want if you want wings top 10 places in pittsburgh and and, in any town area around yeah and 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 literally you can walk in you can get it to go walk in you could literally as long as your extremities that you know legally have to be covered by the commonwealth of pennsylvania they'll serve you like you just walk in you pay for it and you leave so just whatever you want it's there and yeah it's just it's and and, i I was just about to say big shot bobs okay wait a minute i don't want to give them too much because maybe we can get them on the podcast that's right. That would be fantastic. I would so love to get. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big I, fan. So maybe we should talk to him. Yes, yes. And, and I'm a big fan of their setup. But we'll 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 tease that later. But no. Um. What I and what I just want to leave with. This is kind of my final thought. Wrapping sure. this up. The whole point about today's podcast episode is that, as you've noticed, it has nothing to do with buying or selling. I love this city and I love what it has to offer. If you're thinking about moving to um, the city of Pittsburgh and you have no questions whatsoever related to real estate but you need to know where to get good wings call me like (laughs) like i'm just as happy to be your tour guide as i am your real estate agent like i can talk food and and you know and and just places to go and entertainment all day long so you know please don't hesitate to reach out to me because i'm just as happy being your tour guide i'm going to venture that jason is uh is going above and beyond providing additional value more so than any other real estate advisor you're probably going to meet in this area. 
There aren't many. You this is what we talked before about having a real estate advisor is kind of like, you know, in your in your Rolodex, you know, in the context on your phone, having your guy, because this is the kind of thing that Jason is just absolutely happy to help you with. Um, so uh, if you would like to know the best wing places in Pittsburgh or, or how to get how to get, you know, a great all day passes to Kennywood or what's uh, you know, what shows you you, sh you don't want to miss in Heinz Hall in the coming season um, or if you are actually thinking about man yeah, this podcast is cool I never thought much about Pittsburgh maybe I want to move there the guy you want to talk to is the guy we've been sitting here with and that is Jason Wilcox and you can get a hold of Jason at 412 651 4638 he's a friendly guy call text whatever he is uh, open for business uh, if you have if you prefer to email you can do that at Jason dot wilcox at pittsburgh moves dot com so get a hold of jason uh he's as you can tell you know he's a fun guy if you're just tuning in you've just the first uh uh, really real real estate podcast you've come across go there's a whole bunch more and so now that you know that you want to move to the Pittsburgh to Pittsburgh uh, go back and listen to the other ones and he can fill you in on some of the uh, some of the details and stuff you want to get lined up ahead of time so that's what we're all about here at the really real real estate podcast uh, it's been a, another great show super fun by the way Jason thank you for being a thank for, you for having a, a great time with me tonight it was, it was a lot of fun so check out Jason at the numbers we gave you everything's in the show notes and we'll catch you all on the next Really Real Real Estate Podcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.